Are there days when you feel frustrated because you're not seeing progress, but yet you continue to do the same things over and over expecting a different result? Are there days you feel defeated, lost, or hopeless and feel like giving up? Well, you're in the right place, my friend, and I can help. This is the Road to Health podcast, and my name's Tamar, your host for this adventure. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and make my goals and dreams a reality. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that life throws at me, but by working on developing the way I think and how I take action, I've learned to build a firm belief in my own ability to change. No one needs to take this journey alone, so if you want to be empowered to live up to your true potential and meet the challenge of change, join me on the road to health. Hey everyone, Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on this adventure and what an adventure it has been. Happy February. February happens to be one of my favorite months, probably because it is my birthday month. But instead of going away like I normally do, because obviously it's a little bit more difficult to travel these days, I am launching my new book, Beyond Recovery, which is coming out on February 9th. So help me out. Let's make Beyond Recovery a bestseller on Amazon. Again, you can go to www.theroadforward.ca forward slash beyond dash recovery and you can get a notification. And guess what? When you sign up for that notification, you will also get a free copy of my first book, Hope Elevated, which shares my story in 20 years of addiction and how I got over that addiction and turned my life around. So Beyond Recovery, the focus of this book is really more to help inspire people to live their, you know, up to their their true potential and do what they're truly capable of because I realized that I needed recovery to really develop that foundation in life, right? It gave me a solid foundation to get started to create the life that I was actually meant to live. And after that, you know, I had experienced a lot of complacency over my years being sober. And I realized that in order to continue moving forward and to continue creating a life that I was truly happy and fulfilled in, I had to discover my purpose in life. And doing that and finding what I'm passionate about has really kept me forward focused and not looking back as much. And now I've created a life that honestly, I don't even want to think about going back to that old life that I came out of with addiction. So that is the goal of this book is to really help people realize that they're capable of so much more and help them discover their purpose in life to get more organized and get more done in less time. I share a lot of the secrets on how I was successful in early recovery and as well as how I became an entrepreneur and how I do what I do today. So help me out. Go to the website www.theroadforward.ca forward slash beyond dash recovery and you can sign up and don't forget you will get a free copy of Hope Elevated. And um, yeah, I hope to see you on the day of the book launch. Also in February, The Road Beyond Recovery is launching. Same time, same place. So you don't have to change anything. But I have really over the last year 
discovered what I'm passionate about and that is what the Road Beyond Recovery podcast is going to be about. I'm going to dive into that a little bit deeper on next week's episode where we do a recap of the Road to Health as next week will be the final episode. So I'm kind of sad but at the same time I'm really excited because this is a new part of my journey and I can't wait to carry out this massive mission that I'm on. So before we close out the Road to Health podcast, I have another amazing guest for you. We're going to be speaking with my friend Win Charles from the Ask Win podcast. So make sure you go check that out. I will leave all the links in the show notes. She's also an inspirational speaker and an author, and she inspires other people with physical and mental disabilities to find their voice. So Wynne has cerebral palsy and she really wants to bring more awareness to this disability and just inspire other people to live in their strengths. You know, she travels the country speaking. She also has been doing podcasting a heck of a lot longer than I have. She has interviewed some absolutely amazing guests. So make sure you go check out the show. But we also dig into a little bit about what life is like for her right now. And she is embarking on some new adventures herself. She has also struggled with alcohol addiction. And so we talk a bit about how she copes with that. So I hope you enjoy this. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm hanging out with my friend Wynn Charles today, who's an inspirational speaker and author of the memoir, I Win, and of course, the podcast host of Ask Win. How you doing? I'm doing terrific, and thank you for having me on, Kim. And for those of you that don't know Ask Win, you should probably go listen to Kim's episode. Of Ask Win. Just to start there, I have over um, 1,500 episodes, so you guys can take your pick as to what you want to listen to, but Tamara's in there. And so my main thing is I am an inspirational speaker, as Tam said, and I have what they call the strangest disability in the world, CP. Sam Palsy, a.k.a. the disability that won't go away, a.k.a. the disability that gets strange looks when I walk down the street because I walk funny. And so cerebral Palsy is a lack of oxygen injury at birth. No, it's not genetic. No, I did not get it from my parents. No, I can't. I can have kids who may be completely able-bodied, which is which is scary. And that's why I choose not to have kids because knowing me, I would bring another set of cerebral palsy into this world. And so I've decided a long time ago that I wouldn't have kids. And I am soon to be diagnosed with asthma which is genetic and um, yeah, so double diagnosis there, but um, I am a podcast host. I am a professional journalist and I am a book author, as Tam said, all my 11 books, including I Come a Win on Amazon. You have done some incredible things and I just, I absolutely love what you do and how you inspire people. So 
how um you know how do you inspire people to really have a positive atti attitude with cerebral palsy well um you can easily look at it the, you can easily look at it two ways you can easily accept it as your gifts or you can easily crawl under the table and say i don't want to do this i have accepted it as my gift and granted it took me years to accept it as my gift and i didn't really accept it as my gift until 2020 because in seventh grade i learned i had cerebral palsy from my mommy and i lost my mommy in 2010 and so when my mommy said you have cerebral palsy she goes you have CP now, go have a nice day, and drops me off at school. And at the time, I was at a private school, and I'm thinking, I have what? Go have a nice day? That doesn't make sense. And so then I, being the curious kid that I am, being a journalist, I started investigating what is CP, and this was in high school. And so when I typed in what is CP to Google, I um, realized, oh boy, I'm dealing with a big green monster that I can't control. And then when I, many years later, I went to get a psychology test done and the psychologist put a taxia spastic in front of the words CP, I'm only, huh? Ataxia spastic? Those are big scary words to me because I always called it the mixed bag of CP. I have the mixed bag of CP for many, 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 many years. And I said, I remember I was doing a podcast interview and I said to the person I was interviewing at the end, I have a huge announcement. And I said to my fan base, you can't call it the mixed bag anymore. There is a name for it, a taxiospastic cerebral palsy. And it's one of the most common cerebral palsies out there. And then on June 23rd, my, my birthday's June 22nd. So I lost my dad May 19th, 2019. And so on June 22nd, my aunts come out to see me in Aspen, Colorado, by the way. And they do a birthday dinner, but turned it into a welfare check because now they have realized, well, Wynn doesn't have parents, Wynn is living with the stepmom, when is uh, living and functioning by AIDS who come in every day. And um, at the time I had AIDS living with me. So I had a full-on living caregiver type situation. And so I'm like, okay. So then I um, invite them over to, because we were interviewing a temporary aide for a two week time span while my main aide went out of town on vacation. She didn't 
leave her job or anything, but she went out of town on vacation. So I wanted to have them see the interviewing of the aid process to make them understand that I have cerebral palsy and possibly say, well, to my stepmom and to my aide and to my stepsister, how could we help you help win? Well, of course, that didn't happen. Um, the next thing I know, I am the dum-dum that follows my aunts downstairs. And the next thing I know, I hear my bedroom door close behind me. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Because my aunt saw what she saw. And then it just, she went down the list. How's your, how's your home life? I answered that. How, how much are you paying the A's? I answered that. And she just went down the list. And I knew I was being emotionally abused because I had that first responder training of me being in education. So I knew that, I knew the red flags of a builder and I'm thinking, oh boy. So I back up towards my sink and by the end of it, I'm like, oh boy, this is what's happening. She puts me in a shower against my will um, and then lays me back in the bed. And I remember, I don't remember um, the putting me in a shower against my will because I was, I was so shocked that she had emotionally abused me, um, slash psychologically abused me, that I was thinking, God, get me out of here. And I'm like, okay. So then, um, we, I remember my aide, my stepmom came down and she grabs me and I'm in tears at this point because my abuser keeps going on and on and on uh, to the aide, to my stepmom and to my stepsister. My aide blocks the door so that my abuser can't get out. Um, and I almost went to the bathroom and called 911, but in general, I um, uh, sent a group text message, then called 911. And then, but in general, the abuser won't let the abuse go to go get help. So even if I um, wanted to, I can go get help. And so because of that, I, um, had a, then we went out to dinner and she drank like a fish and she just rated me, drank like a fish. My aide wasn't involved in the dinner, thank God, because, um, because if my aide saw what she did, she would have uh, not 
and a field day. And I want to make it clear that my stepmom, my aide, and my stepsister did not do it. Um, my two aunts didn't. My one aunt didn't. My aunt witnessed it and just kept um, let the abuse go on. And she's sorry. My other aunt is sorry. And my the abuser doesn't want anything to do with me. And so then um, we go, my my abuser goes, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? And I'm like, I don't know where your phone is. I'm just trying to see to surface head. I don't know where your phone is. And turns out she left my phone at my house. So she left her phone at my house. So I am standing in my garage with my stepmom. I'm behind my stepmom's vehicle and I am talking to my aunt. And the kick was, my aunt goes, well, we'll see you in the fall. And I'm like, no, you won't. I'm going to report you at the next um, moment that I'm here. And I'm like, no, you won't. Then I had an awakening from God in my garage as I'm talking to my aunt, trying to get her out of my way so I can walk up the stairs and process what went on. And so my awakening from God goes, you better break the stigma of coming from an alcoholic family. And so on June 23rd, 2019, I started my um, road to sobriety. And I said to my team and my stepmom, I said, you know what, I'm giving up wine. Because at the time I was drinking wine to mask the pain of the losing most of my pants. And so I'm like, uh, they're like, okay, whatever. And so um, I gave up wine, I gave up coffee, I gave up all that bad stuff. And then God said to me, once you give up um, wine, I'm going to then give you your second mission, but I won't tell you where, I won't tell you how I'm going to give you your second mission. And I won't tell you what it is. And so I, in October of 2019, I went to the beach. I went to the beach to clear my head. I was invited to the beach and I went to the beach to clear my head. And I, I said to the person who was taking me, I said, this is all too much. She goes, when you need the beach to clear your head and you need the beach to prepare um, for your next transition because when I'm leaving you. And so I want to do this as I, um, to help you as you kept saying to me, all I want to do is go to the beach. All I want to do is go to the beach and people are like, knock it off now. And so, and then I'm sitting on the beach with 
um, my it was myself, um, my aide, her her daughter, her mom is sitting next to me. I'm staring at the ocean, and I Glenn and I had just flown for twenty four hours, and I um, am staring at the ocean. The next awakening I get from God is okay. You gave you did my you did what I asked you. You came became sober, and now I'm giving you your next mission. Your next mission is to be an advocate for those who have been physically and emotionally abused. I love that. Um, you know, I'm. It was really difficult for me drinking too. Um, I drank to numb my feelings, exactly like you said. Like I didn't want to feel anymore and it was the easiest way for me to do that. So was it difficult for you to quit drinking? Like what was that process like for you? No. No? It was, I, um, I just had to tell my team, including my stepmom, that I don't want to do it anymore. And I had a team member who didn't drink because of religious reasons. So she was happy. <laughs> when I gave him the glass of wine, she was like, yippee. Someone followed on my terms now. And a lot of people that I know don't drink because they either don't like the taste of it or they don't drink just because they don't drink and so um it is all depending on what you decide to do and what i decided to do may not work for some but it may work for others i did not go to aa i did not go to Al-Anon. i did not go to any of that. I cut it cold turkey. And at the time, I had another team member who um, didn't speak English that well. And every single time, I got handed one glass of wine. This particular team member would say in broken English, don't get drunk. Right. And I'm right. like, Okay, okay, we're telling your employer not to get drunk. And I said, well, and she wasn't here when I had the awakening from God. And so I think that my um, angels up above were watching all this, and they wanted me to be safe, and they wanted me to be sound. And... They also didn't, they also wanted me to break the stigma of having to combat the, the crazy broken English in don't get drunk. And I'll, um, I'll never forget having a tell me don't get drunk. And so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I just happened to tell my aid and just um, do it that way. Now, others have gone to AA, AA and Al-Anon, but I choose to 
be dry, and I choose to be sober, and I choose to cut a cold turkey. I love that. And, you know, I think um, we're all capable of so much more than we think, right? For myself, I've come to realize that my addiction was actually a gift, right? And not something negative that I could use to help other people. So for you, what did it take to really accept that your CP was a gift? It really took um, to accept that that after I got emotionally and physically abused, I asked, by the way, to add in, I did report my abuser. My counselor knew that I had a physical disability and she knew that I um, was physically disabled, I'm at risk adult. And she um, knew that I had a physical disability and she said to me, do you feel safe in the home? And um, I said, yes, I do, but this is what's going on. And so um, after I said to that, she called Adult Protective Services and we reported my abuser and did all that. That was fun reporting my abuser, not. And so, um, and so I think when I accepted my gifts, um, after I got emotionally and physically abused, um, I literally asked two PTs, I said, um, well, is cerebral palsy a bone and joint condition or is cerebral palsy a neurological condition? They said, well, you have a neurological condition, now deal with it. Because after I got emotionally and physically abused, I was questioning in my own heart why I needed help so much, why I needed 24-hour care, why I needed this, why I needed that. And so um, I will um, never forget that conversation. I called a friend of mine right after that conversation when I got home. And I said, did you know this? She goes, yes. And she goes, well, this is what, what I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make it my gift. And yeah. That's amazing. So I believe in manifesting things into my life. So I, you oh. know, <laughs> and I love this topic. So I want to know, you know, how do you manifest things into your life? Well, the positive attitude helps. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I said the beach, the beach, the beach. Well, the beach is coming back to me in a big way. I'm actually, um, due to health reasons, I actually won't be a Colorado native much longer. I am moving to the beach to for my family and health reasons because um as i said i'm getting doubly diagnosed with cerebral palsy and asthma i'm a 99 percent dry of that and so the beach is coming to me 
and I've been manifesting that all the year, and finally it's happening. That's amazing, and I can't wait to see the pictures of when you when you uh, move to the beach. A lot, a lot of people are going to be living vicariously through me, but I just made the announcement on my own podcast um, last night, and my girlfriend, I had my girlfriend with me. She um, also records a podcast with me called The Art Work of CP. I do ask when on my own with her help, her help doing scheduling. And so I had my girlfriend set it up. We set it up as a question that I asked my guest and I asked you this, him. I said, well, if you had to move and only take five things with you, what would it be? And I said, my laptop, a cell phone, my iPad, a beach towel, and I, I said, I don't know, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, and so we led in with that, and um, she, and I don't know, I said, I don't know, I would probably take Mickey and Minnie Mouse, and she um, let me go, and I said, well, the reason why I threw a beach towel in is because I'm moving to the beach and I haven't gotten um, any feedback yet, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Never know who's listening. And so people, I said, um, I teased my fan base. I said, I have a huge announcement. And I said, oh, it may surprise some of you. It may not because I am, I work on Eastern Standard Time. So, and now we, I just have to do the logistical end of it, but I was quiet about it until last night, until, um, and so by the time this episode comes out, you guys, I may be in Florida, and so we'll see, we'll see how this Colorado native does at sea level. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a big change for you, but the temperature will be so nice. I'm so jealous. Yeah, yeah. As, as I stepped on a piece of ice the other day, I'm like, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I am so dumb as I stepped on a piece of ice trying to get in color. And I I um, have friends down there, and I have um, a team waiting for me down there. And I... <laughs> My a friend, a dear friend, goes, who actually um, witnessed my emotional and physical abuse. She goes, well, I need to get off the phone before the bug stops. And I said, great. Now you got me freaked out because of bugs. And I said, well, I would rather be dealing with an itchy bug bite than the ice and a bug in the angle. And she goes, right, you. You would rather be dealing with itchy bug bites than um, than uh, the ice and broken ankle, and so I am super excited. And yeah, I second that. I would deal with the the bug bites as well, opposed to the oh, ice. No. So. <laughs> so ice and a broken ankle. I'm like, as I step on a piece of ice, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> 
Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing that part of your journey, and especially how I, the podcast is. Well, you can hear the ocean oh, behind you and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll probably put I'll probably put the um, I'll probably put I'll probably make it so I will probably tease people and say I'm sitting outside and recording a podcast. I'm looking. I'm actually looking at houses with beautiful patios. That's um, that's one of. The, so I am actually looking at houses with offices and beautiful patios, so I can at least record a podcast outside. Oh, I'm so excited for you. So I'm gonna live vicariously through you, like yeah, I'm sure a lot of the what? listeners are. I think a lot of the people. Are. So let's talk about the podcast because you've been doing this quite a long time now. Um, what yes, inspired I, you yes, to start I, the podcast? And, you know, what's your podcast I, about? A book after my mama died. I come in and I um, wrote a book basically on her legacy, my legacy, and my dad's legacy now. And so I got to, at the time I was listening to a um podcast that's still in existence to this day and I um I was listening to the creative pen podcast and I'm like okay now we figured out how to publish the book so publish the book and now we get to the part of marketing the book and I'm like oh boy now that I hit the publishing button how am I gonna market the book so I tried YouTube well, YouTube was a complete another disaster because I had fans that wanted to watch me and support me and all that good stuff, but um, it just didn't work for them because in most workplaces, um, you're not allowed to open up YouTube. They block, block it. So then little me goes and jumps on Facebook and jumps in the podcasting group and says, what's the best podcast host? And little me gets answers and little me goes, oh, walks away from that discussion and goes to the podcast host, signs up, puts all information and then, um, and then kicks off the podcast and episode one, episode two, episode three, and now there's now there's over 1,500 episodes. Wow, 1,500. And you have some amazing guests on your show. Yeah, yeah, including you. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so that's what started. And I, um, I lost my job due to the pandemic. And so I thought, well, I figured out why it started with me weeping on an airplane coming back here. I don't know whether I was weeping because I was leaving, leaving the beach, probably just because I was leaving the beach and dealing with a pandemic. So I, um, I finally figured it out because me weeping on the plane doesn't necessarily happen. So I'm like, why are you weeping uh, openly on a plane? And so I'm like, okay. By the time I got to Chicago International Airport, I figured out why I was waking up 
to figure out why. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And so then I hugged my stepmom that was on March 9th. And that's the last time I have hugged a person since March 9th, put myself in self-quarantine and have been sitting in my little corner doing journalism ever since. And I'm working on a journalism degree and I will be done with that February 28th, 2022. And I am debating whether I should fly to the middle of the country um, to get my graduation and walk or whether I should just um, keep it and have them mail it to me in my new address. And so I don't know. I don't know whether they'll just do it virtually or whether we'll have actual ceremony. I'm trying to figure that out. But it's looking like now I'm going to use my new address and get a, a diploma mailed to me. And so I don't have to fly across the country and in a pandemic. Yeah, that's a good, that's a bonus. That's for sure. Um, you yeah. know, I love that despite the adversity that you've been through in your life, you continue to move forward. You know, I think a lot of people because of the pandemic, they let it slow them down. I looked at it as an opportunity that I could actually take the time and do some things that I loved. So what advice would you give to somebody who is struggling right now and is kind of not sure where to go? Just do it. And the bosses out there are going to kill me. The um, nine to five bosses out there are going to kill me. I want you guys to number one, just do it. Number two, give um, your two weeks notice if you can, if you're not a essential worker, even if you're a essential worker, figure out a way to um, meet with boss and say, I want to give my two weeks notice and then figure out something you're really passionate about, whether it's communications or whether it's sobriety coaching or whether it's um, business coaching or whether it's intuitive manifestation coaching or positive mindset coaching and then figure out okay am I going to build a business online or become a full-time content creator or do oil paintings or do pottery or do just follow your passion just do it I love that. It's so simple. And I think more and more people now are going online, right? Because things are shifting and people need help today. No, no. And, um, and I just made the decision last night that I, it's, um, even though I was given the option to fly across country, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I, I just made the decision last night with a girlfriend that I would be driving across country with my stuff and my and my girlfriend. The funny thing is that 
Um, the funny thing is that this girlfriend is so used to flying with me that it's, uh, now this is going to be a totally different experience. Road trip, go to road trip. And, but I, I figured by May, I figured if this pandemic isn't over and I need to get to Florida, I'm like, let's take the safer option. Exactly. So are you going to document this road trip? Because that would be a lot of fun to see. I will definitely document it when I get to the other end. I may um, update people. I mean, um, my ultimate goal is to pull out of my driveway with my stuff um, May 1. That's exciting. I can't wait to hear about that adventure win. <laughs> Ultimate goal is to pull out of my own driveway with uh, my stuff. Um, actually, my stuff is going to probably meet me down there. And um, my ultimate goal is to pull out of my driveway May 1. But we'll have to see whether and flying down there would be the backup plan. But driving down there is plan A. Oh, it's going to be an amazing trip. So how can, if people want to learn more, listen to your podcast, how can they find you? Oh, people can find me on Facebook. People can find me askwin.webelieves.com. And if I fall off the planet, you guys, in May, I haven't fallen off the planet completely. I am just in the midst of a move trying to get myself reestablished. So... Just be patient with me. I am doing batch recordings as long as I'm here. And as soon as I get Wi-Fi down there, I'll be back to back on the planet and living at the beach. So in the meantime, you guys can follow me on Ask Win or friend request me on Facebook or follow me on Instagram under Ask Ask Win. S-K-A-S-K-W-I-N. And so, yeah. And so we have fun. We have fun on Facebook. And my fan base is a little bit shocked when I said, okay, now that I made it uh, public on my podcast, now I can make it public on Facebook, that I am actually doing a plan because... Um, if I fall off the planet too long, yeah, they uh, people wonder where I am, including you. So it's like, are you is with okay? Is which I'm really really lucky about. People like texting me behind the scenes, Facebook messaging me. They're like, are you okay? What's up? I need to hear from you, and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm yeah. Well, we're going to have to, I can contact Wynn. So if anybody is listening to her yes. show and they wonder where she is, just give me a shout yes. and I will yes. text Wynn or you can text her on Facebook and we'll figure out where she is in her journey. Well, yes, yes. This is Mr. Mr. Toad's Wild Wide. <laughs> and yep, yep. So it's that is that. It's going to be incredible. So, Wynn, thank you so much for being on the show. I think what we're going to have to do is after you get situated in Florida, I'm going to get you on the show again, and I want to hear what life's like for you on oh, the beach. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. And I think a lot of people 
will be uh, curious about that and they want a life update and yes i will remain sober even though um yes i'm planning to remain sober even though islands and alcohol go hand in hand and if i did this long i'm planning to remain sober so i'll see you guys on the other side and we'll make it with you guys but as i said go scoot and go find my books on amazon go find my books on audible and let's have fun you guys thank you so much win thank you bye well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. We will definitely have to keep you updated on all of Wynn's adventures. She is so much fun to chat with. She had me on a show a couple months back, so make sure you check that out as well and help support her show and find out what she's got going on. And in the meantime, make sure you head on over to my website, www.theroadforward.ca forward slash beyond dash recovery where you can pick up my first book for free hope elevated that shares my story of addiction and in the meantime you will be getting a notification on february the 9th giving you a link to purchase my new book beyond recovery for only 99 cents and i totally appreciate and thank you for your support Let's make this book an Amazon bestseller so it can get in front of more people and really help inspire them to discover their own purpose in life and create a life so good that they don't want to go back to the old life that they left. Anyway, guys, I will see you next week for the final episode of The Road to Health. That wraps up another episode of The Road to Health podcast where my mission is to empower you to live up to your true potential because you're capable of so much more than you think. I know from experience it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I work with people to help them create a vision, define their goals, and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you'd like to learn more about my individual and group coaching, visit my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And when you're there, make sure you sign up for one of my free live workshops so you can start your journey today.